Okay, what's going on, guys? Welcome to a brand new episode of Energize. Ross, introduce your undefeated guests. Today, we have a pair of undefeated featherweights from SBG Ireland. We have the Draha the Destroyer, Kieran Clark, and the Moville Marler, Dara Kelly. Lads, how are we doing? All the good, lads. Yeah, good. Can't complain. Two very scary and handsome lads, Ross. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Two two movie stars in, in the making as well. Uh, the, the lads are absolutely smashing it. Uh, Kieran, I'm going to start with yourself. Obviously, um, big news of the last couple of months was you got your documentary, Relentless Made. Um, what was the process of that like? And what made you think of doing a documentary in the first place? Um, well, I, a fellow called Jamie Sherry from Manifest Media Um He's actually a, a, a fellow loud man. He um, he came to me last year, around last year, the Christmas last year, and he wanted to make a video on me. Kind of, I think it was after me la- the fight in November with Jordan Barton. There's a bit of buzz, up, and he walked he walked in Drotter and stuff as well. So it's kind of a bit of a buzz about town. And, and uh, he then said he'd like to make a video on me. So we got we did the video, and it was classic. It was only a little two minute video, and uh, it was it was got good response. And then came to me then in the summer then and said, look, I'd love to make a documentary on you. And uh, I was like, deadly happy days. And uh, I was, again, I, I wasn't too full on for the idea because I don't know, like someone following you around all the time for that many, that length of time, especially with the train and that, that for fights, it was, it was tough. And then, um, so I was well on for that. I said, look, it'd be brilliant to be good to uh, get out there and even to look back in the years to come and stuff. And then, uh, yeah, then we were doing the film and then we obviously done the uh, kind of, a documentary show night for charity and again I wasn't on for all that he was he was telling me getting tuxes and everything and I was like not a chance and then uh, he said look we'll do it for charity and then we ended up raising five and a half grand nearly in the night then so it was class you know that that's absolutely brilliant uh Kieran you're an absolute stalwart of the Drogheda community you really, really are like uh, yeah no there's not a better representative of Drogheda uh than yourself and that's that's not just a sports person like you do a lot for that community so fair play to you Mr. Drada. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he's not to be messed with either. He's not to be messed with. But uh, Dara, I saw um, yourself uh, with uh, JC and Fighters365 have been doing some great work uh, on the last show. And then obviously, uh, mm-hmm. I'm interested, will be more of that sort of stuff for this show? I know uh, JC is now signed to SBG Ireland, which is uh, great for the gym. It's a, a great um, bit of initiative shown by the gym to really mm-hmm. up that media game. Yeah, so we've been we've been doing stuff now for about I'd say two years now. Mm. Um, he's a lot of footage there that you know he could he could destroy me with if he wanted. But uh, <laughs> the, plan the, future, <laughs> hey? <laughs> the plan in the future then is to make something like you know a decent documentary or whatever mm. if if the day ever comes where it's worth making. Um, and as Kieran says too, it's just nice to have it for the future as well to look back on. But uh should be starting now this week starting to do a few videos now for the build up to this one actually i'm gonna ask you both uh i'll start with yourself kieran um do you ever feel uncomfortable in front of the camera at at first when like you know it's just following around watching your day-to-day bits and then do you feel more comfortable with it now yeah you definitely feel uh get comfortable with it already but it is is strange at the start and and uh, especially when you're doing not too bad but when you're doing your day-to-day life stuff it's kind of weird you know it's a way but uh well when you're in aldi or little and you're in the yeah, supermarket and yeah. someone's there with a camera in your face when you're exactly. starting autographs <laughs> <laughs> um, it was strange but um 
I, I I'm alright. If you ask me a question, I'll talk around. But if you ask me to talk in front of a camera, I it, I find it hard to make up the words. As I said, if you ask me a question, I'll I'll talk. But you know, if you just say right, start talking here, yeah, it's very hard for me. So I was a bit mm. of get used to doing things like that. But yeah, you get used to it anyway. Yeah. Well, and, you want to talk about... here, uh, Kieran? <laughs> tell us this: if people want to check out the documentary, I know you had a big, massive screen, and you looked looked unbelievable in that in that talks. Like, can people check it out like online? Can you tell us how to check it out? Yeah, unfortunately, there's a bit of hurdles at the minute with it, lads. Um, the Virgin Media was showing interest in it, and uh, we're still kind of waiting more back, but it's not looking good. Like, to, uh, but they they showed interest, which was great. But uh, then he was trying to get on YouTube and stuff, but there was a bit of copyright things and stuff, so it's a few hurdles. But we're looking to try getting out soon um, on some sort of platform that you can watch it. You know, so I'll keep everyone posted on that. You know, because it seems well, to be a Virg- bit. Like, Virgin Media, if you're listening, like it would be an epic thing to release, like a week or two out from Bellator Dublin. Like that's that's what I I'd be thinking. Yeah, that was our plan anyway. I think they, like yeah. it was a bit, to get the build up to the next one. But look, uh, see what happens. You know, it's great that they're even interested. Like, yeah, make no, sure to check absolutely. out Kieran's Instagram for all the latest details. Uh, Dara Ross was asking Kieran about uh, feeling nervous or more comfortable in camera. Like, how, how do you feel now with uh, three six five following you? I was definitely more nervous at the start. Like, you know, you can't help but think. I always thought, oh, he's, he'd be looking stupid doing that or whatever. And then the more he's with you, the more you just, you're just acting yourself and, you know. So mm. having him around too it prepares you for all the media and stuff like that, I suppose. You just get used to it. Like, exactly. Yeah. Ross, that's, that's actually really good the way the lads are like promoting themselves, promoting the fights, getting people more interested, more energized in the build up to their fights by doing these documentaries. Yeah, definitely. I think, um, you know, fans love to see the behind the scenes footage. They like to see what fighters do in the build up to the fight. Hence why, you know, like UFC embedded is such a massive thing. And, you know, wrote the Octagon that you've seen. And so it's nice to see that SBG Ireland have taken it upon themselves to um, get the, these document do, mini docu-series made. And, like, even like seeing the way cutting before the last show and stuff like that was uh, really, really cool. So I'm all for it. I think it, it creates a much bigger buzz around the show and much bigger buzz around the fires. If one of us goes to war, we all go to war. Exactly. <laughs> absolutely, absolutely. Uh, Dara, um, one thing that definitely uh, struck me uh, coming into this fight is the drop down to Featherweight. Um, where did that come from? And, you know, tell us a bit about it. Um, well, maybe a lot of people are asking me about this, like, hmm. everyone's saying I'm too big and different things, but like a couple of years ago, I was a lightweight, you know, I was 83, 84 kilo, a lot more muscle on me and I was just getting a bit smaller and, uh, I think my last, my last fight, like I only went down about six kilo over on the week and only caught about three and a half in the sauna and I was, I was done in an hour, you know, hmm. and I thought I, I could, if, I thought on that day. That if I had to make sixty six, I could have hand enough. Mm. So I just went for it now. Yeah, you're well, not, it, you're not coming for Karen Clark, are you? I'm, I'm <laughs> after the <laughs> <hole. laughs> No, it, what's it called? I'm not against the move. If you feel comfortable making that move, well, then like you know, what I mean, it's it's your fight career. You know, what I mean, you you, mm-hmm. you should definitely get the option to it. Like, yeah, like obviously you have a lot of muscle mass, but there's there's very little body fat there. So hopefully, uh, it's just just the water weight cut. But uh, it it is definitely interesting um to see, um Kieran, how do uh you compare Dara compared to other uh sixty six featherweights? 
Yeah, since Daryl's making that move, I, I think I'm going to go down to fly with myself, to be honest. So, uh... <laughs> <laughs> I'll see you there, bud, right? Rossi, yeah, coming. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. No, that way, like, even that even lightweight. And to be honest, like, I'll be completely honest, I think even the welterweight is a monster, you know? So, um, yeah. coming down to fairly is a scary thought, all right? And um, look, I think no matter where the, what weight class Daryl goes, I think he's going to he's gonna be... Uh, I, I can't see him beat for a long time, to be honest. So, um, yeah, I will... Look, he's made it before uh, amateur and stuff, and you know, undefeated there still as well. So it's um, look, he feels uh, obviously comfortable, and and uh, look, as I said, any weight class with Dara, he's an absolute. It's a skill set for me, you know. It doesn't matter the weight, so um, yeah, he's going to going to stay undefeated for a long time, I think. Yeah, uh, I I can definitely uh, see that as well. Like Dara, Dara's uh, sort of blown through his competition so far. So uh, long, long may it last. Long may it last. Um. Yeah. Another thing we have to touch on as well, Dara, you you were on the ESPN, was it tw- under twenty five under twenty five? Twenty five under twenty five. Like, how did that come about? And like, how did that make you feel as well? Getting that because like that's big news for, for people fighting in Ireland as well. Yeah, like uh, I've seen a few boys sending me the post. Um, just sent you a post by ESPN. I don't know what it was. I went in there, obviously seen as part of the list. Wasn't expecting it, of course, but kind of shows me what people think of me and. Uh, just that I, I've got to prove them right now. Do you know, mm. I need to prove that I, I do deserve to be on that list. So it kind of motivated me. It's good to be on it. Yeah, it's definitely, uh, there's some stars with names on that list. So mm-hmm. it, it's great to see a part of it and uh, well-deserved, uh, to say the least. One, one thing I did want to touch on um, with you guys as well is, uh, Barry said it to me before before we uh, went live and said to yourselves, is, there's 13 SPG fighters on this uh, next card. That is absolutely insane. I, I had to go back and look at the card. I didn't even think there was 13 fights on it. That must be incredible atmosphere in the gym for you guys. Karen, we'll start with yourself. What's it like getting ready? And is it so much more helpful knowing that there's another 13 bodies getting ready which at the same time? Oh yeah, big time, like you said. It's just a, there's a buzz about the gym and, and uh it, it reminds me when I first started in SPG, like with the you know, you got that real feeling of being a part of something like big, like with the you know, with the lads, it was that real SPG feel with the yellow mats, like you know, all Paddy Ash, yeah, Connor obviously Gunny, um Cotton Pendred, all the likes of them and obviously I was on the amateur at the time and you know, you, you get that kind of feeling. You're you're a part of that now, and um, like the likes of myself, Adara, and all the rest of the lads, and you know, we're all preparing together. And it's um, I think I think we go strength to strength with that because we're all preparing for the same thing at the same time. So everybody's in the gym working hard and getting better. And then even when you know, um, when the fights aren't aren't coming up so close, like we're all then in the gym same again, trying to get better and bouncing off each other. So it's great, you know. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, Dara, do you have anything to add to that? Do you uh, do you feel more prepared knowing that you know you're getting your weight down at the same time as everyone else? You know, the hard spars are probably coming at the same time. I like it's great having so many on. You know, I I feel like in a way like you're like a a soldier part of an army on that day. Like you know, thirteen. I didn't think it was that much now, but it's great having everyone pushing together and you're all you're all motivating each other and just it's, it's nice being part of it like you know yeah, Lads, especially uh, I think I touched on last time having like so many guys between sort of Bantam and Lightweight uh, you know preparing at the same time as well like that's that's excluding Johnny Walker Ross 
<laughs> yeah, he, he's uh, he's living his high life now after that spectacular finish in Brazil. Yeah, shout out Johnny, uh, lads. What, how how do things sort of get mapped out for yourselves in the build up to one of these events with so many lads on the card fighting and girls? Like, <clears throat> like do, do do they separate just being like right the featherweights over here or yeah? Like, can you can you can you break it down a bit for us just for tuning because there is a lot of people there and John John Cavanaugh would probably be sitting at the cage the whole night. I say that seat would be very warm. <laughs> yeah well like it's like you said there it's kind of the the two weights the, the all those weights it's um they're obviously popular weights but um bantam the lightweight so there's always so many bodies there for us and um yeah we kind of all just stick together and it's we're always looking for the hard rounds anyway you know so it's um myself and dar we got a lot of rounds and you know it likes of richie smullen and all the lads like we're all trying to get our hard so um yeah it's not really that hard like you know because i said there's so many of us so and then, who will also be in your corner on the night as well? That's uh, Kieran. Could you tell us first? Uh, it's obviously John and Dave Roach, and then uh, my brother Daryl. Then obviously two of us coming up together and um, do a lot of training with Daryl back home here and that. And you know, but but I did training in Dublin there to be doing uh, you know drills back home, pads, stuff like that, just working things that um, outside of the outside of uh, HQ and that. So it's great to have him in the corner. I'll always have him there. You know. Love it. And Dar, what about yourself? Who'll be in your corner on the night? Uh Dave and John as well, obviously. And then um I'm not too sure of the third man, but like last time it was Richie Smullen, and obviously he's mm. fighting this time around. So I'll have yeah. to have a think about that. Maybe I'll get one of my brothers in as well. Well, uh Ross, I think you're free to know, are you? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, you do, Ross. I'll bounce. I'll bounce in. You got a pair of glasses as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> stick the glasses on. You can hop in. Yeah, uh, like if if you get taken down, I'll give like real good advice. Like get up, <laughs> or uh, you know, I'll say punch him. Just stand up. <laughs> yeah, yeah, just stand knock up. Him out. Just stand up. <laughs> yeah, knock him out. Yeah. <laughs> Don't let him hit you. I'll, I'll be giving that, that stellar advice from the corner. You know? yeah, my right, granny right. gives me that advice. I know I don't let him hit you. Is it right? Okay. Yeah. Every week. <laughs> I'm just writing this advice down. What else? Do, uh, knock him out. <laughs> hit him in the face. <laughs> hit him in the face. Yeah. yeah exactly. Exactly. Be, be nice to the ref. Keep your manners. <laughs> but uh, guys, there, there really is no no other show like a, like a Dublin show. It really um, it is spectacular. Yeah. Um, the the vibe of the people is incredible. Is there any ever desire to f- like fight outside of Dublin as well? I I know you guys uh have led your you know sort of the majority of your career in Dublin and like <coughs> they love having you on the Dublin show. But uh, would you like to expand it or are you just comfortable fighting in Dublin at the moment? And then like when you get a few more wins under your belt, then you look to go elsewhere. Go on ahead, Dar. Um, well, Kieran fought like he fought in Paris before, so uh, I know they have a card in May. Don't know what the chances are of me getting on that, but if I can go and put on the press and performance, I'd love mm. to get a run out in May. If not May, then I think they're having a Milan show in the summer. I heard so, you know, I'd love to get one in between the two mm. Dublin shows and get three out this year, you know. And what about yourself, Kieran? Would you like another trip to Paris, or uh, would Milan uh, be more of an exotic destination for you? Yeah, look, look <laughs> now, I think uh, I'd love to obviously hopefully get the win now and, uh, you know, be in the talks or something this summer. So that's definitely the plan because, um, yeah, I've had five in Dublin now and the one in Paris, just the way it worked out now is blessed because 
Um, the way the pandemic worked out and all that, I was lucky to get two show, uh, two fights that year in 2020. But yeah, no, definitely feeling and I would love to really get something abroad and you know, um, just even I think the the Dublin shows are a lot different and obviously a lot more pressure and stuff and and uh, when you're fighting abroad and that, it's just it's different different feeling. You know, it's you really have that uh, feel of I don't know fighting internationally is something different, like you know. Mm-hmm. So. I definitely loved it. I, I didn't know about that, actually, Milan card uh, Dara mentioned there. So that'd be great. Obviously, there's a lot of Italian fighters, so it makes sense. But I'd love something like that. And uh, all Paris doesn't bother me. The three year I'm in for this year, so hopefully three wins as well. So Dublin at the end of the year as well. Yeah, it's just, obviously, uh, we're Irish MMA fans, if you didn't notice. But uh, <laughs> it's just like, we're, we're obviously big fans of a lot of these in SBG. Like, um, we're, like uh, we wouldn't have you on the show if we, we weren't big fans of you. And I think, like, if you're just only competing twice on the Dublin cards a year, it just sort of like hinders the the audience keeping like keeping an eye on you and still being invested. It's just if the if you're more if you're fighting more times, people will 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 see exactly what you're doing. So it's just yeah. like just to put the put the other the other side of the coin is as well. Nobody else tunes into a Bellator show as much as they tune into a Bellator Dublin show. So basically sort of, what we want to see is we want to see on both Dublin shows, but then we also want to see on additional show. We were a bit yeah. greedy, lads, if that if, if that's all right. <laughs> no, that's no, we... right. Uh, I even think like I think it builds a better buzz then for the Dublin shows, you know, because I think mm. I even feel it like, you know, sometimes with the tickets and that when it's constantly Dublin, like it's like there's not much like it's mu- as much of a buzz. Um, you know, whereas me and Daryl go off now and get a win now in the summer and it's like, oh buzzing to see the boys now in September. You know the way. Whereas if you have that kind of gap where you don't have that and then it's like, you know, it's all Dublin again. So I, I just think it builds more of a buzz for the Dublin shows then, you know, they wanna go see you more and, and uh it doesn't leave that kind of break between the, the, the February and September if, if that's when they're coming back, you know. Maybe yeah, I'm just being too greedy. One thing I want to touch on because uh, I know for your for your last fight it happened that way. Do you ever know almost too far in advance your next fight? Because I think I think one stage, Kieran, I think you you knew like sixteen weeks out or something when your next fight was. Yeah, it was actually me and Dara had a chat one day in dressing rooms about. We were like, you know, it's hard to like, uh, you know, as soon as some get a name gets towards you, I knew you put 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 towards you. There, you're just like, it's just you're in that mode then straight away thinking about that fella and. You're training to, you know, the things he's good at, or the, you know, where you can win. So it is hard. And 16 meets, like, you know, I fought amateur and, like, and, you know, you'd, you'd have something like fight. 10 fights in that amount of time. Yeah. You know, so, um, yeah, it's, it is hard. But again, look, you're just more prepared than that. But I did learn a lot from the last one because, like I said, 16, 15 weeks out, like, I kind of peaked a bit early and I was, I was picking up knocks, yeah. and, you know. So you kind of learn you know, uh, throughout these things. But, um, yeah, look, it is what it is. And just happy to be uh, getting the fights this year, you know. And then uh, what about yourself, Dara? Do, do you like having that, like, extra bit of time, knowing so far you're getting ready in advance? Or just, like, do you feel like you almost go up and down a bit because you're, like, you're obviously getting excited for your fight and then you're like, geez, this fight's still ages away. I like, you know, 16 weeks is too long. I find you can't enjoy nothing either. Like, even if you're eating some nice food or something, I still feel guilty mm. thinking about that. But uh, I'd rather just know, like, nine, ten weeks out. That's plenty mm. of time for me. I don't want to be thinking about it too much before that. Like, Yeah, so uh, I suppose uh, next time you're matched that far out, uh, you can just be told nothing and just continue on your training until about 10 weeks out <laughs> and then be like, all right, now we can get excited for this guy and remain excited for him. But uh, I, I do want to touch on your last fights. 
Um, Kieran, you you make all the Irish fans uh, watch with their hearts and their mouths. You know what I mean? Um, there's some moments in the fight where it's not looking so good for you, but like as the fight progresses, you seem to always get better and better. Um, is that just due to you know your gas tank, or is that as well as getting like that great advice from the corner? Yeah, look, I. I, I said I always give a few people a heart attack, but uh, don't plan that. <laughs> just a few, man. <laughs> but um, look, um, yeah, I just think everybody, obviously, everybody's a good round or two in them. And I think mm. probably, like, look, as I said, everybody trains hard, everybody's fit, and everybody's. But I think maybe for me, I don't know, like, maybe I just, I'm able to stay calm in, 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 in tough situations. And I think that's maybe it, you know. Uh, look, not saying I'm coming in there in top shape, obviously, but I'm able to stay calm in. The, the worst situations, you know, after getting dropped first round, losing, and you know, uh, so yeah, I think maybe, maybe I, I, I've that that behind me, you know, so mm. uh, but yeah, that's all really it is for me, just staying calm and knowing. Look, it's 15 minutes, it's a long time, mm. in there and and uh, it's 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 uh, not over till the fat lady sings, mm. as they say, you know what I mean, and I'm, I'm constantly putting my pace on them, you know, I'm always in their face mm. and, and they're reacting to me, you know, whereas, um. Yeah, I think if you you know if if it if you took the foot off the gas there, you know then the fight could be different. So um yeah, look, I just have that mindset anyway, and I always did. It's just it's just uh keeping it going now and again. Hopefully, make it an easier fight now next time. You know. Yeah, absolutely. But uh, no, you're you're definitely calm in the chaos, which is uh which is good to see. And um, yeah, put it this way, it's always very very exciting. Uh, one way or the other. But um, yeah, like your ability to finish late is uh is next to none in in, in that cage. So. We really love we love watching it. It's great to watch, but uh, an easy win would be nice to watch it as well. Although, like, uh, was the last fight was the shoulder injury, was it? No, it was the. Uh, no, was that two fights ago? That was two fights ago. Yeah, oh, so that, great. That was two fights ago. Yeah. The last fight was the rear naked choke. That's right, the rear naked choke in the third. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, 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 what's called the, 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 a lot of the shows like amalgamate into the one for us as well. I'm like, wait, which one that was the last? But uh, yeah, like two finished in your last two fights, unbelievable. Like that's what that's what we like to see. And uh, like I found this, uh, I just wanted to touch on the show one because that was almost weird because like some people were almost like being like, oh, your man was just injured, but like you injured him, so therefore it was damage done on your behalf. Yeah, look, if you watch the fight, like. Uh... And I actually caught, I, I, I catch that technique a lot in training, actually. Uh, mm. you, you trap the elbow and you roll through. And, mm. and uh, I caught them before, actually, in Paris, the John and Doy fight. I caught it twice, mm. I think, actually. But uh, if they're very stubborn, if they commit to the grip too much, he, he, he uh, didn't want to, he didn't want to uh, roll through. And because of that, then his shoulder hit the mat. And uh, it forces you to roll. And if you don't, your shoulder, your head's going to hit the mat. And fortunately for me, his shoulder hit the mat. And uh, you can see straight away, as soon as we... we <laughs> Get up off the ground. You can see the AC joint is straight away out, and and uh, yeah, and then obviously he was uh, couldn't continue then. So, oh yeah, and in the moment, as I said, I didn't understand if it was a injury or what, and I, it was a weird one. I didn't understand how it happened, or, but uh, looking back, it definitely uh, as much as it still is a mad one. It's it's definitely I'd take it as a stoppage because it wasn't. So it wasn't as if he slipped in the banana peel in there. He was fighting me, like and uh, you know, um, I done the damage, you know. Yeah, we inflict enough damage here we couldn't get off the stool. So like that that's that's enough for me anyway. Yeah. yeah. Uh Dara, obviously your last fight, uh you made the judges earn their money for the first time ever in your career. Um yeah. obviously you were I think one of the you know touching moments of the last one is how disappointed you were to actually go the distance. Um what was that like and what was the learnings and takeaways from that? I was obviously very disappointed, like um, but geez, I learned I learned more than that one. 
than the I'd say the rest of the fights combined. Like, you know, there's a lot of reasons for that too. Is like I went I went too far down the rabbit hole with the grappling mm. and uh, I was neglecting my striking for a long time and I knew that myself. But uh I just kept allowing myself to keep working on my grappling, keep working on my grappling, put my head in the sand with my striking. But uh, now I feel like I've really addressed all the holes in my game since the last one. I've improved. I've patched them up. Uh, that's kind of what I'm happiest about now. I've I've really patched up a lot of holes from from my mm. last game that were evidently. Um, I was disappointed in that fight because I rushed everything. Um, I was very inefficient with my energy, and just small technical mistakes the whole way throughout the fight just made it made it what it was like but as you said now I've, I've learned from it and i'm happy that i got to what would you say i've got Make i made mistakes the mistakes the and i've i've patched them up now so. yeah and then um, just before we touch on your new fights i'm gonna ask you about i'll start with yourself Karen. what fight do you want to watch most on the dublin card that's not your own or dara's uh, let me see uh probably uh It'd be either the Pedro fight or uh, Richie's fight, to be honest. I think uh, they're two top scraps, like, and uh, obviously a lot of stake there for the two boys. Like, you know, I think Pedro's probably a win away from another shot at the title, and then I think Richie wins that one. He's, I personally, I think he's straight into the. He should be fighting someone ranked, you know. Obviously, Richie, uh, a lot of experience. He's fought in the tough uh, house, and he's had his UFC experience, and on uh, you know he's undefeated about no sorry he's one last about a split decision i thought he won and you know wins um fights against reese mckee all top top boys you know so i think richie's one win away then from been really uh fighting top boys and then obviously pedro as well so they're probably the two fights i'm really looking forward to it so and what about yourself darren and you can't uh jump on caron's bandwagon you have to pick someone else <laughs> i was gonna pick richie as well um we're all gonna pick richie <laughs> as as all those chicken, he gets chicken fingers after and shows him with the crowd after he wins. <laughs> That'd be great. I'll be there. Um, as ill, I would, I'm looking forward to his fight as well because I think the boy's fight is it Liam? What's his name? Liam McCracken, is it? Or yeah, McCracken. I think so. I think it's his name anyway. But I heard he's decent as well. And obviously, as ill's uh, top of the food chain in there. So I'm excited to see that one. I think he would have another big performance. Yeah, that's a guy out of higher level, isn't it? Think. Um, uh, not fella, too I think. sure. No, I don't think he's Scottish. No? He, okay. Maybe I've got the wrong guy now. I think but, it's uh, Jim or something. I think it might be. Who is it? I think it might be Dean Garnett's Jim. I think. Oh, okay. uh, somewhere around there. But I heard he, I heard he's very good too. So that'll be interesting now to see that one. Yeah, definitely. Um, I think uh, Barry. Actually, while we're here, which one are you looking forward to most? Uh, the one's not named. Uh, it's always great to see Brian Moore back in action and then I have to give a shout out to Sinead Kavanagh so Ross yeah. who's left for you to pick <laughs> well I'm very interested to see Carl Moore after his performance in the last fight like that was absolutely sick yeah. so like I'm dying to see him back mm-hmm. in there and like who doesn't like watching the big boys banging out so uh, I'm very interested and like I feel like he's got a very hard under the radar opponent so uh, I think if he wins this let's uh, let's get the respect on his name he deserves and let's have him fight you know one of the top contenders yeah, uh, the the fighters from SPG on the card are obviously Kieran and Dara. There is also Pedro Carvalho, Peter Creedy, Sinead Cavanagh, Richie Smolin, Azale Adio. How do I say that second name? Azale? 
Het was een zeer leuk deel. Sorry, een zeer. Kenny, Moko, Nohana, uh, Daniel Scatizi, Carl Moore, Charlie Ward, Brian Moore en Luca uh, Poklet. So it is an, it's going to be an action-packed night, Ross, in the Tree Arena. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely, you will. Um, Kieran, tell us this. What do you make of your opponent uh, this time out, and how do you see the fight going? Yeah, he's a good lad. Um, I just knew a bit about him from just uh, obviously same weight class fighting in Europe, and I'd uh, I'd imagine that I'd probably bump into him some stage if he didn't he didn't really progress too much with Cage Warriors, and they didn't sign him and. Uh, EFC and stuff. Now he got his wins and stuff there, but he just uh, didn't sign. So I was thinking maybe it could be a lad that I could end up coming against. So um, yeah, obviously good lad fought in those few promotions. Um, yeah, I feel myself. I think you know it could be. I think like the way he fights, I think it could be like you know it could be actually over earlier. You know, I think mm. like because he's, he's he's a game lad. You know, so I think it could be you know finish quick or. It'll finish late in the sense that it'll be, you know, kind of see good exchange between the two of us. And because I said he's a, he's, a, he's a game lad, but I think, um, yeah, I, I as I always think, uh, uh, as I'm hoping, obviously, uh, second, third round, I think we're going to put the pressure on him. And uh, yeah, I think I'll end up uh, getting some sort of finisher. Um, that's how I see it going anyway. Yeah, Kieran Clark, Clark breaks people, Baswell. <laughs> <laughs> He does, he breaks the wheel. And uh, Dara, what about yourself? H- how do you see your fight going? And uh, I'm buzzing for your move down to Featherweight. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah, like, I, I do think that Featherweight will suit me slightly better. Like, obviously, I'm comfortable at lightweight, but mm. I think I think I'll just be that much more physical at uh, Feather. Mm. Uh, my opponent, haven't watched a wild pile on him, but he, he's not really a striker or a grappler. He's 50-50. I think it's going to be stylistically a nice matchup for me. And although I'm not going to force the finish this time, uh, I think it'll come maybe in the, could be the first or second round, but I'll be more precise and uh, I'm looking to show off a bit of my striking now that all the work I've put in since the last fight. So I think I'll get him out of there at the end of the first or second round. Yeah, well, like you, you know one thing about uh, Derek Kelly for you, he puts the pressure on from the get-go. Um, you know what I mean? You can better get used to running backwards. That's what I'd say. <laughs> uh, for the people tuning in now, make sure to get tickets off Kieran or Dara. They're going to be the rowdiest sections in the whole entire tree arena on the 25th of February. Ross, take us away, bud. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, Kieran section will be like Earth Nightclub in its prime. And, uh, <laughs> the, the, you can't you can't beat the old uh, Movillions. So uh, the place will be absolutely on wheels. Um, guys, thanks a million for joining us. Really, really appreciate it. We look yeah. forward to seeing you do your business on the night it is going to be an absolute brilliant night for Irish Mixed Martial Arts um, thanks as a million for coming on and as always stay, stay energized energized show up the Irish been sussing you guys a couple of times I've seen a couple of clips I think you've done some interviews with Dylan Moran and that but I, I, I saw so keep going keep up the good work guys